0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency is overhauling the security clearance process under an initiative called Trusted Workforce 2.0. The reform effort promises to streamline background investigations using automation and other new processes. For the latest, Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday spoke with the Assistant Director of Vetting Risk Operations at the DCSA, Heather Green.
0: The intent is to streamline the vetting process, cut the time to get an individual on the job, increase workforce mobility, and what I consider most important is the ability to enhance our national security by providing early detection of risks and threats. DCSA is the lead implementer for this Trusted Workforce 2.0. Um, we, as the agency that's responsible for more personal vetting than any other federal agency, uh, we are working towards uh, implementing the full TW 2.0 strategy. As far as uh, my team's role and where we are today, one of the five vetting scenarios in Trusted Workforce 2.0 is specifically continuous vetting. Implementation of continuous vetting moves us from the periodic reinvestigation model to risk-based model providing for that early detection of risks and threats. We've already begun implementing this, uh, having enrolled now uh, the full DOD population into a continuous vetting program and now offering CV as a service to the federal enterprise. Anyone (laughs) being enrolled in continuous vetting can expect to avoid the onerous and what I would consider less efficient periodic reinvestigations of the former personal vetting model. So once an individual is enrolled, data sources are automatically being run to provide that early detection of any potential concerns. In the big scheme of things here, very few individuals actually receive an alert or require the additional investigative action to take place. But CV isn't just about generating those alerts. It, it really is about self-reporting. You know, there's self-reporting requirements for clearance holders. And it's really supporting the goal of helping us identify potential issues before they fester into a larger insider threat concern.
1: Okay. And and so what are some of the events that you're getting alerts about today? Because as I understand it, for that DOD population as a whole, you're only at the Trusted Workforce one25 sort of version and you're working toward the 1.5 um, on your way to the 2.0. So this is kind of a, a building <laughs> up, right? W- where are you at today with what, you're, what exactly you're tracking in terms of alerts?
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point. So it, it's definitely a, a journey. We're adding more data sources and expanding the population on a daily basis. So our, our most common alerts that we receive are uh, criminal um, and financial. So we do have financial data sources turned on. And beyond that, uh, we ha- we do cover the terrorism category. And th- those are the, the bulk of the, the categories that, that we are uh, covering and receiving alerts on at this point. Foreign travel is being added, as well as suspicious financial.
1: Those are kind of the two main ones that are getting added on the path to achieving 1.5. Is that right?
0: That is correct. Trusted Workforce 1.25 started with three data categories uh, covering um, terrorism, uh, eligibility, and criminal. And we are progressively adding data sources to include suspicious financial, foreign travel, credit, um, and uh, what we consider uh, public record information. So um, at this point, you know we are uh, growing the population. Uh, about 2 million out of our 3.6 million are fully TW 1.5 compliant. And we're just adding iterative data sources into each population.
1: Yeah, that's some that's pretty fast growth considering the one point two five milestone was just announced last fall, I think. And and so yeah, you're you're adding data sources, you're you're adding, I think, individuals from non defense agencies too, right. How's that going?
0: So as the largest IC service provider, uh, we continue to make that progress with offering C V services to the federal enterprise. So, you know, our our focus is um, not just DoD, but the, our non-DoD uh, agencies, our federal customers. We now have 50,000 individuals enrolled, representing 38 non-DoD agencies, and we do anticipate this continuing to grow through this fiscal year and beyond um, as we add those additional CB services. So as more services and capability comes online, we're going to continue to uh, to grow, you know, our, our service to our federal agencies as well as our DoD customers.
1: All right, and and you know, I couldn't let you go without talking about reciprocity, one of the <laughs> big uh, asks from industry kind of perennially, are you seeing any progress on this this concept of trusted workforce 2.0 and I, I guess you call it you might call it a one clearance concept and just the ability for people to take their clearance from one contract to another or one agency to another at this point?
0: You are spot on, a critical factor to allowing individuals to what I call quickly transfer from one agency to another is is the time that it takes for that new agency to decide whether to accept that that prior eligibility, that prior national security or suitability fitness or credentialing decision from the person's prior agency. So that decision, um, as you just described and as I described, is reciprocity, known as reciprocity today. Uh, it will be known as transfer of trust under the, two, the new 2.0 model. DCSA has leaned forward with transformation in this specific vetting area. Uh, we applied business process re- reengineering strategies. As a result of all the hard work, we have reduced the time it takes to make a reciprocity decision within DOD to an average of one day, which is down from the, the peak was at 65 days in mid-2020. So a lot of progress being made. We're not waiting for Trusted Workforce 2.0. We're looking at uh, what we can continue to improve and lean forward to support 2.0 strategies.
1: Wow, that's an impressive jump. What was behind that ultimately? Uh, and and when, when did you hit that?
0: So um, I'd say the 2021 timeframe is when we uh, began drawing down uh, the reciprocity timeline. And behind it was a lot of hard work of Looking at the end-to-end business process and making, looking for efficiencies, uh, making changes in the way that we're doing it, as well as um, some of that uh, merger of of all the agencies, right, of becoming DCSA and having the ability to control the end-to-end process was certainly a part of that success.
1: Do you still have, you know, agencies out there who are kind of like, ah, we'd like to do our own investigation or ha- have it done our own way. We don't really trust what those guys did. Or, or is that uh, becoming less of a problem?
0: So I, I can't speak to other um, ISPs or other federal agencies. Um, but what I can speak to is what DCSA is doing when we receive an, a reciprocity request of an individual that's coming from another organization into DOD. And that's where we've been able to to make pretty big impact. I think that Trusted Workforce 2.0, you know, one of the vetting scenario is focusing on that transfer of trust to ensure we have a consistent application to the federal policy. So I think that will continue to evolve and improve over time.
1: Heather Green, Assistant Director of Vetting Risk Operations at the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency, speaking with Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. Check out Justin's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.
2: Hello, I'm wife CEO Shane Canfield, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Lessons in Leadership. I'm honored to be joined by Angie Bailey, founder and CEO of Ananda Life. Angie has a remarkable career in public service. Beginning as a GS2 clerk typist with the Social Security Administration, and over the next 40 years, Angie steadily worked her way up through the government, ultimately becoming the Chief Human Capital Officer at the Department of Homeland Security. She's been recognized with Presidential Rank Awards by two administrations, for leadership, innovation, dedication, and commitment to the country. Angie, thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you, Shane. What a pleasure to be here.
2: Angie, you've made Quite a name for yourself as a leader in the federal workforce. Who was the first person you remember looking up to as a leader? And what about them inspired you?
3: You I often think about this because, you know, sometimes we think of the people that we look up to the most as being somebody that throughout our career has, you know, been at the highest levels and all. But, you know, I've got to go back to honestly, whenever I was 10 years old. And uh, I remember I really wanted to play little league baseball on a boys team. I was the only girl. And interestingly, it was the women who would keep saying to me that, no, I couldn't play. And then one day, whenever I was there to sign up yet again, uh, there was this guy, his name was Delbert Beiser. And uh, I remember he had like red hair and he had a of tobacco in his mouth and greasy overhauls and everything. And he said, you know, I'll take her, I'll take her on my team. And, you know, just looking back on that, there's so many leadership lessons and things that I just really admire about him. And actually, I thought about throughout my entire career, he took a chance on somebody he didn't know. He um, put aside whatever conscious or unconscious biases that he might have had about having a girl on a team. He treated me the same, uh, whether Stepping in or stepping up and taking on the challenges that sometimes no one else wanted to do.
2: Angie, thanks so much for joining us today.
3: Oh, thank you, Shane. It's such a pleasure. I I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity. Thank
2: you. This has been the Lessons in Leadership Podcast. I'm CEO of WEFA, Shane Canfield. Looking forward to talking to you next time.
3: This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips.